Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. We go to the hotline right now. Joining us, as he does each and every Wednesday on the show at about 8 o'clock, um, he is the Hall of Famer. He's the general. He's our senior Texans columnist at SportsRadio610.com and GalleriesSports.com as well. John McClain joining us on the show. John, how are we doing this morning? I'm doing great, guys. Thank you very much. Yeah, it's good to have you on the show as always, John. So, John, we've um, we've had about a week for the D'Amico Ryan's fervor to uh you know kind of settle down simmer a little bit everybody's very very excited you talk to people around the league quite a bit is this does this feel a little foreign to you the last week where you've been talking to people around the league and the texans are getting widely lauded as for doing maybe one of if not the best moves so far this offseason everybody is um impressed that they got to who was the hottest assistant coach on the market he could have gone to any of the teams that were looking for jobs. They all want to interview him. He turned down Carolina. He interviewed, of course, with Denver the day before Houston. And then he canceled interviews with the Colts. And the Cardinals, because he zeroed in on this one, he made no bones about the fact that he wanted it. And I think that's something that endears him to people here because there had been so much controversy uh, in recent years, so much pathetic play over the last three years, that people were happy that he came and wanted to be here, especially since they were getting torn up so much nationally. And so it just seems to be an ideal fit to have Miko come back here. Now he's working on his staff, and then he's got to hit the ground running on a free agency that starts next month. He's got the combine coming up, so he's not going to be able to come up for air, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Is it, um, it's rare, uh, even more so the more I think about it, John, just for any NFL head coach to be genuinely excited about going to coach uh, like a specific location in a specific team. I think that you don't get, you, there are very few instances of even Hall of Famers who became, became coaches of coaching their original team. Is that, can, I, I can't even think of something that would be similar other than I'd, I bet Kubiak was probably pretty stoked to be coming back to his hometown, but it was a brand new team. It wasn't obviously one that he had played for. Yeah, and that makes it uh, doubly good. Uh, I remember going to Denver before Gary was officially hired here and talking. He wouldn't talk to him because it wasn't official on the record, but I talked to Shanahan and Bolin and the players about him, and they told me how fired up he was because he loved Houston. He's able to come home, and he'd been a ball boy for the Oilers. But I think when you play and you played well, you have memories. You know, even, Domingo remembers that first season when they made the playoffs and won the first division title, the first playoff game, and the J.J. Watt phenomenon being born in the wild card victory over Cincinnati. He was part of all that. And the reason he was tra- traded is because Wade Phillips didn't think he fit 
in his in his defense is three four. So general manager Rick Smith traded him to Philadelphia where he was his last four seasons. But as D'Amico said, this is a dream was a dream job in his home. And when he says home, you know, the fact they were building a house here, that tells you how how, how much affection they had for the city of Houston. And then for him to be able to get his first head coaching job here, that was a big deal to him, just like it's a big deal for the Texans and the fans. So, John, this was going to be home for him, even if he took a job somewhere else. Like when you say he was building a house here, like he they were going to make this home base Forever for them. Home. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, even if uh, he was coaching in Arizona, let's say. Yep, they're forever home, and and uh, I'm guessing, I don't know if they actually started it, but I know now he's got enough money where he can afford one a lot bigger. Well, yeah, he's going to have to move, depending on where it is. I mean, now he's got to be a little more strategic because he knows where his workplace is going to be here, so he might have to be strategic. John, you had a chance to talk to, I know you've had a chance to talk to some of the players, particularly some of the rookies. I saw a video, you talked to Jalen Petrie and Damian Pierce at the TriStar Show this weekend. I'm curious, John, if you had to pick one of the rookies from last year's class that stands to gain the most, have their star rise the highest because of the hire of D'Amico Ryans? You can only pick one. Who would it be for you? Well, I'm partial to Petrie because he played the full season. Christian Harris wasn't able to because of an injury. Derek Stingley was unable to because of an injury. And uh, Ryan singled out. Petrie in his news conference where we were and and uh, I know they're all pumped and Damian Pierce was pumped because D'Amico talking about owning the line of scrimmage, establishing the run, getting the ball into his playmakers' hands and letting them make plays and Pierce is their best playmaker but if I had to pick one I would say Petrie because a safety can be used in so many different ways and D'Amico had Good safeties there. You know, it all started up front when you got three number one picks. Mm -hmm. That's why I believe that second number one pick here is going to be a pass rusher or a a defensive lineman, either an end or tackle, whoever's highest on their board. Now, if they decide to go in a different direction with the second pick and say, take Will Anderson Jr. or Jalen Carter, then I'm guessing that 12th pick would be offense. But uh, you know he's going to want – they need a tackle. They could always use another outside pass rusher. So there's a lot of good ones supposed to go in the first round of this draft. But uh, what I can't wait to see now is do he and and Nick Casario – go with a veteran quarterback. Do they pursue Jimmy Garoppolo? Uh, If I'm Garoppolo, I want to go somewhere where I think I got a chance to go to the playoffs right away. But you never know. Miko played with him. Uh, Casario was there when he was drafted in New England, traded to the 49ers. Or do they go with Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud? So that's what's going to be so intriguing between now and the draft and what they do in the draft, of course, has a lot to do with what free agency. You know, I, it's funny when you bring up Garoppolo. I understand that the risk level is different. You know, you know that to take Bryce Young, you're going to be giving, you're going to be using a very high draft pick. Obviously, if you if you take him, um, but the injury risks with Bryce Young are still debatable and theoretical, whereas the injury risk with Jimmy Garoppolo are almost as dependable as the rising and setting of the sun. 
I just, I don't, and I know that wouldn't be the long-term solution. I just, I've got no appetite right now for a guy who's so injury-prone as Jimmy Garoppolo. I agree 100%, Seth. I mean, I'd rather start over. It's like, uh, you know, when you draft a quarterback, I use it like having a baby. You guys have had babies. You know what it's like. You watch them grow. They're going to stumble. They're going to screw up. But you watch them grow, and you want to bring out their potential and that growth. And it's the same way with a quarterback, especially one that's picked high in the first round. And Davis Mills will still be around here. And if they were to sign Garoppolo and he gets hurt, then you're playing Davis Mills again. And then next year, say you win six games, or five, then you're out of the running for a top quarterback. But yeah. I just don't know how D'Amico feels about that position. You know, if Kyle Shanahan could have a choice of high pick quarterback, he got one, Trey Lance. He paid dearly to get Trey Lance. And so, you know, they, they, they could have stuck with Garoppolo and they didn't. And to me, that kind of puts a buyer beware on him. Oh, yeah. Like, I don't think anybody th- should think that they're going to get more out of a quarterback than Kyle Shanahan did. But it is, it, like, to use the childbirth analogy, I mean, you bring in Derek Carr, and it's almost like you're just a wet nurse, whereas with Bryce Young, you've got to get an episiotomy. It's like because you're giving up that draft pick. So it's just it's a, it's a whole different experience, you know? Yeah. Kind of like the first time Seth and I both had babies. You made it sound I got like a sympathetic episiotomy. I said, Doc, I feel like I want to go through everything she's going through. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, John McClain joining us on the show. Hey, John, speaking of uh, Derek Carr, what do you make of the news that he has been given permission to speak to the Saints? And I guess I saw reports that the Saints and the Raiders actually have agreed to some parameters of a deal, but Derek Carr's got a no trade clause. Do you think he winds up in New Orleans between now and next week? I've been reading salary cap experts yesterday talking about what all the Saints would have to do to fit his current contract uh, under their salary cap because they always have cap issues. And I think that's one reason Sean Payton walked away. He knew everything that was coming, and it was negative. And uh, if I'm Carr, I want to be – I want him to cut me so I can be an unrestricted free agent because I just – can't imagine somebody is really going to give him the kind of money that he's owed. But, hey, New Orleans, they went with Andy Dalton last year. They had Jameis Winston on the roster. They could certainly use Carr, the car from two years ago, not this past season, with Josh McDaniels. You know, he threw for almost 5,000 yards in 2021. They gave him that monster contract. And it just didn't mesh with him and McDaniels and the system he brought from New England. So, uh, would he help the Saints win that division? I think anybody can win that division right now. So why not? Yeah, and um, and, and Jameis Winston is still under contract there too. So it's uh, it's it's an interesting quarterback situation. Um, I feel like I haven't checked the text line, but I'm sure we've got 29 texts asking, uh, demanding that we ask you, uh, John, when the hell are the Texans going to go ahead and hire an offensive coordinator? Well, it is starting to, it's starting to get a, to be a little bit of a thing. I think, uh, uh, Bobby Slowick, 49ers passing game coordinator is a top candidate. Clint Kubiak's top candidate. You know, they interviewed Troy Walters, who's never been an NFL coordinator, but neither is Bobby Slowick. And so, um, I'm hoping they get Slowick or Kubiak. As far as what's taking time, I don't know. We haven't seen anything leaking nationally by agents about their coaching staff. And, of course, uh, maybe they're going to try to 
They interviewed, they're talking about, I can't imagine they're going to interview a quarterback coach like Gerard Johnson without uh, having an offensive coordinator doing the interviewing too, considering how closely those two work. So they may have people they want that they're just waiting to pull the trigger on for whatever reason. I just don't know. John, I want to give Tim Kelly the benefit of the doubt because he seems like a good dude. Um, is uh, He was promoted to offensive coordinator in Tennessee. I feel like a lot of Texan fans kind of associate him just in sort of a Pavlovian way to two really bad Texan seasons in 2020 and 2021 where he was the, the play caller for both of those teams. What are your What are your thoughts on... Tim Kelly, could this be a good hire by Mike Vrabel? Does anybody give me credit for 2019? Wasn't he a play caller then? I don't think so. I thought he got promoted to play caller in 2020. I think O'Brien Well, was he out. had Watson. Watson loved him. The offense was really good. I'm happy for Tim. I like him. I was happy Vrabel hired him. Vrabel's got a lot of former Texans people there that he worked with here, and I wish him the best of luck. Yeah, no, this is what happened with Tim O'Brien, John. It was the weirdest thing was he was elevated to offensive coordinator in 2019, and then all of a sudden in 2020, he was elevated to offensive coordinator for reals this time. Um, And everybody asked him questions about, like, what's it like now being the offensive coordinator, Uh, ignoring the fact that he was nominally the offensive coordinator the year before. It uh, It was absurd. It was really ridiculous. Well, I hope he does very well. That 2020 offense where the team was bad was pretty damn good. Yeah, it was it was a fun offense. No, it wasn't, though. It wasn't. It wasn't a good offense. They passed for a lot of yards but didn't score any points. They were like a, they 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 were never good. This is we got to stop this. We got Deshaun Watson would get up after games and act like he had delivered a Heisman esque performance because he threw for four hundred yards, but they lost the game and didn't score any points. I'm so disgusted with the last four years of this football team. Okay, I'm over it, John. I apologize. I got uh, just a little well, bit. You, I just, you yeah. should be disgusted with the last three years, considering that four yeah. other year they actually won a division in a playoff game before they went down the toilet. John McClain joining us. Um, John, uh, thoughts on the Super Bowl this weekend? Who are you going with? What are you most looking forward to? Eagles. I've been picking Eagles since uh, before the playoffs. I think they have the most balance. They have the best. They have a really good running game, great offensive line. Jalen Hurts, when they get down close to the goal lines, I like another running back. They have great wide receivers, good tight end. They just – they don't have a weakness across the board on offense. And I'm not sure they do on defense. It's hard to tell because their pass rush is so great. 74% of their sacks come from a four-man rush. If they do that against the Chiefs, the Chiefs have a good line. That uh, Then they drop seven. Mahomes is not going to be as mobile. He's got injuries at wide receiver. The Eagles and Jonathan Gannon, their coordinator, have to find a way to contain Travis Kelsey. I think that Gannon's good enough that he's going to make sure to put two people on Kelsey everywhere he goes, starting on the line of scrimmage. You have to make somebody besides Kelsey beat you. Nobody else has been able to do that. And I'm really interested to see what the Chiefs do to keep Hassan Reddick away from uh, Patrick Mahomes because the 49ers couldn't do it. Uh John, are you concerned about Yellowstone getting canceled? Did you hear that story that Kevin Costner is I getting did. a little jerky? Are you worried you're a big Yellowstone guy? He's starting his own show, and uh, he wanted to work last. They don't want him to, so there's a report 
a deadline that this is going to be the last season. And, he, and there are negotiations with Matthew McConaughey to come in in some role and take a bunch of cast members. So I have no idea, but yes, Ooh. I'm disappointed. Seth, you look Ooh. intrigued. Yeah, give me some Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, that might that salvage that. the likability of that show. Bring in, bring in one of the good Duttons yeah. so far. Uh, from what I can tell, most of them are just whiny cows other than um, basically the, the war veteran in 1923. Right. That, guy, that guy seems like a genuine badass. Right. John Dutton's just a little rich boy nepo baby whining about everything while being a bad rancher to yes, be and yes. a horrible governor. Yeah, my request, that guy. My and, re- and his stupid kids. My request would be if they're going to cancel it, Take all the characters, put them in the middle of a field, and just have one episode where they drop a nuclear bomb in the middle of the Dutton Ranch, and then that's it. The I'd, end. Yeah, I'd rather have him be trampled slowly by his, uh, <laughs> by by his cattle diminishing herd. <laughs> yeah, the seven yeah. cows that he still owns. Yeah, yeah. yeah. As you can tell, as long John, as they have Rip in it. I'll watch it. Okay, you're big Rip guy. Oh, screw that dude. Screw him. That's like, oh, Beth, I'll do whatever you tell me to do. I'm such a man. He's kind of yeah. whipped. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, yeah. he's whipped. He's whipped. <laughs> hey, John, what do you got going on? What do you got going on on your various platforms? On uh, Sports Radio 610, I have a column that just posted this morning on uh, D'Amico Ryan's what he's doing and what he and Casario are going to have to do on both sides of the roster. And now they keep Frank Ross as a special teams coach. And then I have a column on uh, gallerysports.com with 10 of my favorite Super Bowl memories. And I am writing one today for Gallery Sports on Donnie Anderson, a running back from Texas Tech, Packers and Oilers first round draft choice. who signed with the Packers because Lombardi gave him two cars and uh, he played in the first two Super Bowls and he talked about playing for Lombardi, about each of those games, how they played out, told me some incredible stories, so I'm working on that one today. I thought you said Lonnie Anderson for a second. I would read a John McClain story about Lonnie Anderson for sure. This one's on Donnie, and okay. I'll tell you what, it's got some great stories. I'm sure. I'm sure it does. You're a great storyteller. John, we've got to record a podcast today, too, remember. We're doing our mailbag. I'll be ready. All right, mailbag episode. Ready. Email, if you're if you uh, if you if you're near your uh, your email machine, H-O-U mailbag at gmail.com. If you want to send a question for the mailbag for the Utopia Football Podcast, H-O-U mailbag at gmail.com. John, we appreciate it. I'll talk to you in a few hours. Guys, thank you very much as always. All right, good stuff. John McClain joining us here on the show. Um, Yeah, that 2020 Texans offense uh, scored the 19th most points in the NFL. Yeah. And yet, uh, yeah, Deshaun Watson was just uh, g- glowing all the time about what an awesome season he had. And yet I mean, they were kind know, of like, fun. <laughs> <laughs> they were not. Well, no, that's what Aaron Rodgers, that's why I used to get so pissed at the uh, debates about Aaron Rodgers versus Tom Brady. Aaron Rodgers would routinely have years where they were, they were not in the top ten in scoring offense, whereas yeah. like the Patriots are always in the top five in scoring offense. Speaking of Aaron Rodgers, he was on Pat McAfee yesterday. What is Aaron Rodgers' offseason looking like here over the next few weeks? And would Seth and I be able to survive it? You'll hear from Aaron Rodgers next. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, 
Picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Sports Radio 610 presents Payne and Pendergast. Aaron Rodgers was on the Pat McAfee show yesterday, and they had one of their classic, extensive, long conversations centered around Aaron Rodgers. Um, he was asked at the very beginning, um, are, you, are you really contemplating retirement? That's a real thing, 100%. And that's why I think it's going to be important um, to get through this week and then uh, you know, to, uh, to, uh, to take my, uh, you know, my isolation retreat and just to be able to contemplate all things, uh, my future, and then uh, and then make a decision that I feel like is is best for me moving forward and in the highest interest of my happiness, and then uh, and then move forward. Okay, I think he's going to play. I was really intrigued by the isolation retreat. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, that was uh, as were the Pat McAfee guys. Very, too. Um, very. Because it took a while. It took a while to explain. I don't know. Well, Aaron Rodgers did this thing. This is what happens sometimes when you go down like a podcast wormhole or something or a rabbit hole. Sometimes you're totally into something new, and then you realize, like, oh, wait, I'm talking about this thing, and people don't even have a clue what I'm talking about. Yeah. Like, I'm, I, Aaron Rodgers just kind of casually mentions his isolation retreat, and he, he didn't really explain it, like, how extreme this isolation was. Yeah, here, here they, yeah, right. No, so they followed up, as Seth just said, they followed up with a bunch of questions. Here's, here's Aaron Rodgers' description of this retreat that he's going on. It's a darkness retreat. Wow. And I've had you know a number of friends who've done it and had some profound uh, experiences, and it's something that's been on my radar for a few years now. And I felt like it'd be awesome to do, regardless of where I was leaning after this season. So it's been on the calendar for uh, months and months and months, and it's coming up uh, in a couple weeks. So you walk into a room for four days, or is it a cave? Where sure, is it's a, it's a room? It's a little house, yeah. And they just kind of black out the window. Brrr, everything's dropped down. And then there's somebody like in there administering like sounds and what we're going through, options. Of there's, what a, there's a two-way uh, mirror. No, like a, like a little slot that they'll, they'll drop in uh, some food for you. But it's, uh, but it's, it's uh, isolation and darkness. No, you know, no music, no nothing. Are they recording you and your actions? How many people are in there? Uh, just myself. Isolation. Oh. 
isolation. Yeah, it's it's it, solitary it is, confinement. It's what it's it like, sounds it's, like. It's like you got in a prison fight. Yeah. Um, and yet I'm guessing he's paying a lot more than the taxpayer pays uh, when we send somebody to solitary confinement. Okay. I feel like this is what I'm. I'm so fascinated by some of this stuff because it just it seems like I, I recognize and understand that it, it can be very cool and transformative and everything. But I always envision Aaron Rodgers doing it at some place where you're paying like $40,000 a night to be treated like a prisoner. As did uh, I. Not just a prisoner, but a misbehaving prisoner. Yeah, yeah, where they feed you your, your food through some sort of drawer. Through a slot. Yeah. He's just a, he was and a prison what slot. And Andy They're putting Dufresne. him in a cell. Andy, He's Andy, being sent to solitary confinement. Andy Dufresne <laughs> got a plate with a thick piece of bread and a tin cup of water every day when he was in yeah. Shawshank. And, he, and uh, I'm sure he was like, can you believe they don't even make us pay for this? Right. This is, <laughs> okay. I'm learning so much about myself. So <laughs> I, I'm not going to lie, Seth. I'm not going to lie. I didn't just do this because, hey, this would be fun for the show. I was legitimately intrigued by this because yeah, there are yeah. times where I feel like I could use a few days just to unwind and organize my brain a little bit. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. So, well, and then especially with the outside, with lack of any kind of outside influence, you kind of, you reset a lot of your, your levels of dopamine and everything. Yeah. It's a, yeah. Yeah. You, you're, you're, yeah, it would be pretty interesting. Yeah. So I did some Googling and I found this retreat, almost like a retreat resort kind of thing where they've got all different types of retreats available to yeah. you, including a darkness retreat. The place is called Hermitage Retreats. It's in Guatemala. Um, mm-hmm. Never been to Guatemala. You ever been to Guatemala before? It looks beautiful. Uh, uh, no, not no, okay. never. Not even on a layover. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> the, the old Cleveland to Guatemala <laughs> to Houston layover. Yeah. Uh, uh, the, My brother's been to Guatemala. Has he? Yeah. Your brother's a pretty worldly guy. He has to, well. He's been all over the Americas. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he, to, he had a job where he had to basically go to every country in Central and South America all the time. There you so, go. Yeah. Um, here's the description about what a darkness retreat is. The darkness retreat is an unparalleled experience in intense seclusion. Okay, we got to see if we'd be able to survive this, Seth. Continuing, in which the practitioner is deprived of all light and sensory distractions, and thus plunges into a deep witnessing awareness of the mind and eventually experiences the perception of the inner light of pure consciousness with a capital C. Oh, Retreating yeah. in complete darkness is a practice common to many of the ancient and contemporary spiritual traditions across the world, from the yeah. monks and lamas in Tibet to the Koji Mamos in Colombia. <laughs> the old Koji Mamos. I'm sorry, Colombian Koji Mamos. That's yeah. a funny word to say. The, <laughs> I mean no offense to the Koji Mamos, but it sounds a lot like Huchi Mama. The, okay. <laughs> He does. The ancient Egyptians and the mystics of the 15th century France. Dark dark retreats have provided revelation and illumination to countless practitioners who have sought the inner light. Do you think you would be... How much does it cost? Okay, do you want to take a guess? Let's let's play a little prices right. They've got three-day, five-day, seven-day, and ten-day dark retreat packages. Let me ask you this question. Go to the owners or about us page real quick. Um, Does this look like actual Guatemalans that own this, or is this a couple of rich uh, white hippies from San Francisco? Checking right now. Um, Okay. No, these... Okay. They look like they might be Guatemalan? One looks legit Guatemalan. The other looks like a hipster American. And they have a very pretty, oh. what looks to be like a collie sitting in between them. Okay, no, those are the two. Okay, so that's actually, that's not the couple. I was on that site. Okay. The that the guy, his wife is another, they look like they might be from Silicon Valley. Yeah. Um, I'm guessing that they decided to get one with nature while also making a bundle on this by charging... I would say for a five-day retreat, they're going to charge $5,000. 
$1,170. Yeah. For five days? Five-day retreat. What? Yes. No way. Five-day retreat, two nights before and two nights after in a private room with food included, nine days total, $1,170. Whoa. All right, I'm going. And it doesn't say if that's per night. Like, that's... That's got to be per night. That can't be $1,100 for that. No kidding. Yeah. Is this like in a sketchy part of Guatemala? I, I'm, I'm not too sure. It doesn't... Well, go it's figure. a bad part go, of the rainforest. Go I figure. Wanna, I don't want to go if I'm... Yeah. Go figure. The video that's on a loop looks like a very nice part of Guatemala. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually looked into some of these. It's funny when you... You got to really check out your Yelp reviews on this stuff because I've looked into some of these retreats. For I'm honestly, I'm not mocking what Aaron Rodgers is trying to do at all. I do think there's a little bit of a there's a detachment that Aaron Rodgers doesn't realize he has when he starts talking about the earthy part of life while also commanding the highest contract ever given at the time to a quarterback right. and leveraging like his the entire Packers fan base uh, like is is it, it, emotional weaponry. Um, the, like that part of it's annoying with Aaron Rodgers, but a lot of the stuff he's into, I'm into too. Um, but when you, yeah, you look at some of these websites and the websites are done really well, but they are very sparse on the details of exactly like how, like where and how and when they want the deposit first. Uh, yeah, they definitely do. I, I, I looked that up in the FAQ, the frequently asked yep. questions. I'm sending them a message right now as we speak to find out if that okay. is a per night price or a full experience price. You and I should go do that. Uh, Amy and Brandy can come along if they want, but it's mostly going to be you and me and our adult diapers in the, we're going to do isolation, but just with you and me, but as long as we're allowed to podcast while we're doing it right. or go live, yes, whatever it is, <laughs> stream yeah. it. Yeah. No, you and I can just go record. do it. Can we record the experience? You and I can go do it. And Amy and Brandy can go shop in downtown Guatemala while we're in our retreat. Yeah. Is there such thing as downtown, <laughs> downtown Guatemala? Guatemala. No, that's a Guatemala is the country. It's a country. Oh, yeah. okay. Okay. I believe Kansas City is in Guatemala. That's how much they care about actual geography in Kansas City. It's funny you say that. There are a ton of Travis Kelsey jerseys in this video right here. Are there really? Yeah, no, no, there's not. (laughs) I submitted submitted the inquiry into pricing. I'm not going to lie. If it's eleven hundred and seventy dollars for a five day retreat, I'm That's I'm cheaper like, than how I live now, dude. I a thousand percent. Are you kidding me? <laughs> That'll make me feel like I'm on vacation now. Yes. Hell yeah. 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 All right. I'm not lying. Sean, I'm you know, the internet's good. At, the internet isn't good enough in a lot of places now that we could we could go live in Central or South America. <laughs> And do our show pretty comfortably. Like airfare and travel would be the only issue when we had to come back for Texans games yeah. or Astros, you know, it would uh, events. So, funny, but other than that, I feel like we could do it at an isolation retreat. Funny you should ask. One of the one of the few frequently asked questions I actually did click on. Do you have yeah. Wi-Fi? <laughs> what they say. We don't have Wi-Fi here, as we wish to consciously create a space for those who wish to go deeply within and contemplation without distraction. If yeah. if you need to have a connection to let your family know you've arrived or for an emergency, we can create a hotspot for you for up to one hour for um, Q10 near the house, whatever that by is. Hot, by hotspot, do they mean that it's a it's a long, hot mule ride to the nearest <laughs> telephone? Doesn't do, I'm okay with that, actually. God, I would love to be a mule ride away from everything. Oh. Just for, for $1,100 for a week to be a mule ride away? Hell yeah. As Seth, long as I can record it. I'm like, stream, can I stream it for an hour? Right, oh, no, right. How hot is the spot? Because we'd really like to stream some of this. 
you know what though? I I appreciate that answer from them too because it's not kind of it's not some smarmy. Oh yeah, we've got Wi-Fi. It's Wi-Fi to the universe. Okay, maybe t- <laughs> maybe maybe log on every now and then. Uh, all right, Wi-Fi to your-, your soul. Hello. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Duh. I'm That's like, how Aaron Rodgers would run his retreat. It's like a hundred percent. I like these hippies though. Yeah. These hippies sound like they're in it. Um, you know, they're just actually in it because they believe it's a good thing to do. Dude, it's it looks really nice. I'm not gonna lie. And the and, and the two guys that are in this picture and the collie is the collie is just so gentle and beautiful. And these two guys look very friendly. So I don't know. You know, there's got to become a point where I wonder if those people started off that retreat and they maybe did it with jacked up prices, but they got so sick of. Like the super rich people coming yeah. in to want their fantasy earthy experience. Yes. They're like, all right, I'm done with I'm done with these jabronis. <laughs> I'm gonna start like give me some give me some like working class people that are into trying to find their inner self more so than like those people that get the um those super fancy tents at the that that artist festival out there, Burning Man. Oh, you know, like, like yeah. people that spend like a hundred thousand dollars a night at Burning Man. Like, yeah. yeah, you're really really getting into the spirit of the, the thing there, aren't you? They they call it glamping, right? They, like, yeah, they, glamping. Yeah. yeah, they're glamping at Burning I've Man. Pon- I've pondered the glamp. I I I'm You're I, not dude. Huh. You don't earn, you got to earn your burning man. If you're not trading yeah. your body for bottled water at some point, then you haven't you haven't lived the burning man experience. <laughs> I am like I don't think that actually happens, don't tell. I'm like 30% contemplating this retreat in Guatemala. I'm not going to lie. It looks No, I think we should do it. Yeah. So you emailed them and asked about I did. the $1100. I asked about the pricing. Yeah. I just I asked them I asked them uh is are the prices on this page nightly price is that per night yeah. or for the whole experience? I'll let yeah. you know what they say. I think it was, uh, I, and honestly, I, this is my serious part of it. I really am into stuff like this. I think it's super cool if you can afford it and you're into it or whatever. Um, you do have to find that balance between does it inner, you know, as you're, as you're learning more about yourself, you got to remain somewhat grounded because sometimes people make rash decisions. Um, <laughs> when they're feeling especially enlightened, but they're too far detached from reality. I worry sometimes that Aaron Rodgers, uh, who is in this, like he is living in a surreal world. Sean, where almost he's financially strong enough that anything is available to him. The rules don't necessarily apply. He could buy himself out of almost any type of trouble. And, uh, like, he's not tethered by the same things that almost everybody else on the damn planet is. It gets – it's it's dangerous if, you, if he's making huge decisions after four days of – um, of isolation. Yep. That's, uh, that's my, my word of caution to both Aaron Rodgers and Packers fans. <laughs> there you go. Um, Jalen Hurts, a quarterback who's actually playing in a Super Bowl, not going on an isolation retreat. Um, reasons why Jalen Hurts is very easy to root for in the Super Bowl, including one that will resonate big with people here in Houston, is next. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms. And 
sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents Payne and Pendergast. I could be a coach. Um, I mean, obviously my dad, but I would probably be like a professional crawfish cooker. Like, I, I got the best crawfish ever. Jalen Hurts, if he weren't a quarterback in the NFL, would be a professional crawfish cooker. Oh, a crawfish cooker. I thought he said picker. And I was like, I have known nothing about the way crawfish are actually harvested. I think, he said, okay. I think he said cooker. It's a short clip. We're back to baby and buddy again like we were earlier with D'Amico Ryans. Uh, <laughs> cooker or picker, Ben? One more time. Uh, got the best crawfish ever. But said, uh, I would probably be like a professional crawfish cooker. 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 It's okay, cooker, he definitely yeah. says cooker. It's okay. cooker. Yep, yep, sure is. Um, Jalen Hurts, That's- man. Professional crawfish cooker. I like it. But uh, not a bad NFL quarterback no. right now, which is uh, it has a lot of people wondering, hey, why were you clowns scoffing at the notion of trading Deshaun Watson straight up for Jalen Hurts? Look at how much better he's been than even Deshaun Watson this year. And I would say, you <laughs> know what? Better, yes. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just say, yeah, <laughs> which obviously there's, there's variables there. <laughs> um, but I do think, hey, valid, valid question. Uh, you know, depending on what the trade compensation was. I do think that it's hard to talk about this without it somehow turning into, like, you're hating on Jalen Hurts or something. But I think that 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 Philadelphia offense in general is just stocked and loaded. The same way that the the San Francisco 49ers offense is stocked and loaded. So you credit the quarterback. Um, and I think Jalen Hurts deserves a lot more credit than Brock Purdy did for the work he did this year. Um, Jalen Hurts makes things happen. Yeah. Jalen Hurts is a genuine threat in a lot of ways. But uh, it's it's definitely a group committee effort there. So I don't think it's – it's just – has he earned or proven yet that he is a guy that should be considered one of the very elite? I don't think so. Should he be paid like he's one of the very elite? Well, 
the way it's gone in the NFL the last five, six, seven years or so is like it doesn't matter whether you should or not. You're going to get that money because people are so desperate for quarterbacks. He's better than Kyler Murray. I know that. And Kyler yeah, Murray got yeah, paid. Yeah, exactly. Right, yeah. right. Well, except that he also has better guys around him. And yet it's um, like you don't want to overthink it. You just like it, it, whatever you have right now is working, and I think that what you can't overthink with Jalen Hurts, um, or that you shouldn't discount with Jalen Hurts, is the leadership, character, maturity side of things. And I think that really, really matters when you're talking about giving guy a, bo- a guy a guy a boatload of money. Um, I think Jalen Hurts is going to age well in a lot of ways. Yeah. Is you know I think he's going to learn every year how to be a better quarterback. Um, I think despite his style of play, I feel relatively confident that he can stay healthy. Um, and it, it, even though I know, I know he got hurt this year, but um, it's, he's just a, he's just a smarter, more mature guy than a lot of these guys that have gotten big contracts. He, okay. So the four quarterbacks that are up for their second contract this off season, the class of 2020, they've, they're all three years in now. So they're all eligible for contract extensions. Joe Burrow, this is just in or- the order they were selected. Joe Burrow, Tua Tungavailoa, Justin Herbert, Jalen Hurts. I think it's safe to say Tua is not getting an extension, mostly due to the fact that the dude got concussed like five times this year. So they're gonna he's he. It took him three weeks to get out of the concussion protocol. Yeah, you, I mean you just My you God. you can't extend him. You I mean in good conscience you can't do it. it, it that's salary cap malpractice to extend him right. It's sad because I think he was. Trending in that direction when he was healthy this year, they were there was a big difference with them with Tua and without Tua this year. Yeah, I boy, you know what? From the second half of the Texans game on, he was a bad quarterback. Yeah, maybe he was yeah. he was completing fifty percent of his passes. Yeah. I, I I man, I Sean, I don't, every time I watched him, I was like, I was kind of like, I don't I don't see it. Yeah, I I know I but whatever. I'm, yeah, I I'm, don't I don't think it. Yeah, he definitely you can't pay him. He's too injury prone and he contributes to his injuries. Yeah, yeah, like he doesn't know how to fall. Um, so yeah. put put two off to the side. I think of the other three, Burrow's a no-brainer. They're already working on that with Cincinnati, and he deserves it. Yeah. He, he's been to a Super Bowl. He almost got to another Super Bowl in his first two full seasons. The guy has gotten deep into the playoffs. Um, his rookie year, he got hurt. That was truncated. But this is where I'm curious, Seth, of the other two, because you know my frustration with the whole Justin Herbert train before the season is everybody's anointing him a top-five quarterback coming into the year, and my feeling was he's, he hadn't even been in the postseason yet. Like, he's not played in a playoff game. If anything, he blew a shot at the postseason last year by throwing two interceptions against the Texans in Week 16 and losing to a bad Texans team. And yet I, I understand the reasons why people see such uh, such potential and such value in yeah. Justin Herbert. He's got all the tools. He's very athletic. He's got a rocket for an arm, all of those things. Jalen Hurts is going to probably be the runner-up for the MVP this year. If you had to extend one of the two, and I get it's kind of a nuanced thing because they each fit their own teams pretty yeah. well, but you could only pick one to extend right now. Would it be Justin Herbert or Jalen Hurts? I'm going to roll the dice on Jalen Hurts' advancement um, over the next few years. And I kind of like – I think sometimes people are people are okay with like normal types of risks – and average types of risks, even though they're huge risks. And with Jalen Hurts, I think it's because it's a different type of risk, because he's not as gifted a passer. Like, his ceiling as a passer uh, is not nearly as high as some of those other guys. Those other guys you're still projecting. You know, you're still projecting with Burrow a lot. 
Burrow, I, this is what concerns me about Burrow. Burrow gets sacked a lot. A lot of the sacks are his fault, and yet I think he genuinely doesn't think it's a big deal. There are parts of Burrow where I just – I don't know if maybe the game isn't coming to him as, as quickly as it should be by now. And I think that uh, like that's, that's a concern, except that because it's one that people are accustomed to seeing, they don't think about it as much. As with Jalen Hurts, like, okay, what is his genuine upside on his passing ability? And they ignore what's right in front of him, which is in this scheme with these guys, he's an extremely effective quarterback. So I would, I would, I would feel more comfortable paying him, even though he's a more unconventional uh, quarterback extension. I would too, and here's the other thing with Hurts. Here's why I would pay him. Hertz is a, and I get it, we were probably thinking this about Deshaun Watson a long time ago, but I feel this strongly this way about Jalen Hurts. Like, you are, he is a culture setter, and he has been everywhere he's been. Like, he's, he, he is a guy who stayed at Alabama for a year to be a backup just to work on his game. He, people forget about that. They remember him transferring to Oklahoma. They forget that he actually stayed another year at Alabama. Because Mike yeah. Enos was on the staff, and he was the quarterback's coach, and he was viewed as a guy who was a really good nurturer of passers, and that Jalen Hurts had to get better at passing the football. In fact, here's Nick Saban on advising Jalen Hurts what to work on after that season where he was benched in the national title game for Tua. He went 26-2 and here as a starter, bought into everything in the program, and got beat out. And went through a whole season after being 26 and two as a starter of being a backup player. And we had a conversation. I always meet with the player strength, weaknesses, what you need to work on. And he wanted to graduate from Alabama, so he wasn't going to transfer until he graduated. I said, You need to work on becoming a better passer. You, you have to, you can't just make plays with your feet. So this whole season, I want you to focus in practice on reading coverages, uh, being more instinctive with getting the ball out your hand quick, anticipating throws and windows, and understanding the passing game better and being able to read and dissect what you need to do uh, quickly. And focus on that because you want to play in the NFL someday. All right, so that was Nick Saban. That was on the 33rd Team podcast. I And I'll draw the contrast here, Seth, when I say I would sign Jalen Hurts because I think we – even if this is the best he is as a player, as a quarterback, you know you're getting a guy who's super respected in that building, who's got amazing leadership traits, and especially when you contrast it to the other guys who've been paid. Like, they paid Kyler. Kyler doesn't like to study film. They paid Deshaun Watson while he was getting sued by nearly 30 women. Aaron Rodgers is a is a bit of a narcissist. Russell Wilson yeah. is a weirdo. Like, Jalen Hurts, I don't have to worry about any of those things with him. Yeah, it's um I, I think that you don't want to overthink a good thing. You, the the extreme example obviously would be the two Jerry's with the Bulls back in the day who uh, decided that no, uh, instead of keeping this core together, we need to think for the future. And uh keeping the core together might be the attractive in the immediate short term, but we you see are thinking about the future. They proceeded to suck in the future for a while. After like instead of yeah. instead of getting another ring or two, they just sucked for a long time. Yep. So like that's the extreme example where you overthink keeping together a good thing sometimes you have to pay for it where I think that the Eagles I think maybe can benefit right now and that they've already been through that cycle recently where 
they spent a lot. They had a really good core. They won a Super Bowl out of it. They ended up kind of having to dismantle it after a couple of years. But it wasn't probably nearly as painful as, obviously, the Bulls situation was. So I think they might have a level of confidence that, all right, you know what? Like by, by God, I hate this expression, but I'm going to use it. By hook or by crook, they'll keep this thing together. They're going to have to replace some of these veteran high-paid guys over the next couple of years with younger guys in the draft and what have you. But the big key would be that Jalen Hurts continues to improve as an overall quarterback to the point where he, he justifies that pay. Plus, if you extend him now, you got, depending on how you structure it, you got a couple of years before his big salary kicks in. That's a great point. It's the same GM and owner that won it in 2017, but it's a different yeah. quarterback. It's a, it's a very different core. It's a different head coach, different set of coordinators. And here they are. They're a favorite to win the Super Bowl again five years later. You're right. They've got confidence probably that Howie Roseman could rebuild that thing if he needed to. Sean Payton met with the media on Monday. He backed up a theory that Seth and I have about the interaction the Broncos had with Texans head coach D'Amico Ryans at the 11th hour. You will hear from Sean Payton and us next. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. <laughs> 